cliffcentral.com We're going to cry, laugh and love. And we're going to do it together. The Life with Libang podcast. doing how you feeling welcome to another episode of life with libang if you're wondering why i am talking to you right now it's because it's my job and most importantly it's what i love to do you know it's my favorite time of the week where we get to hang out we get to chill we get to know each other and most importantly we get to share some of these life things you know in life you go through things and you've got questions and you want to know it's my duty to answer those questions my name is Lebang Khosan if this is your first time listening welcome to the first day of the rest of your life uh, this is cliffcentral.com of course the home of podcasts here in southeast southeast south africa and yeah man today i'm actually going to get into something that has sort of been trickling in and out of you know my my life if i can say like in the past couple of weeks it's just like something that it's just been there you know and you know you think you know enough about everything well today i must i must put some facts you know i i said to my producers i was like guys let's get like some actual facts about this topic so that we can know exactly what kind of information we're sharing so i'm really really excited just to sit and I guess school you. Can I say school you? Yeah, I'm gonna be schooling you today. In fact, while I'm schooling you, I'll actually be schooling myself as well because this is something that I've also had many questions about over the years. And as a young woman, I've wondered, like, is this really necessary? How important is this? So today we're gonna be talking about ilobola. And really what it all is When it all began And also the importance of it all If you've heard this word Then you you should have some sort of idea About what it is But let's just take a step back And just almost assume that We all have zero idea About what Ilobola is And then we can just learn together right? So we can just wrap this up And know that okay After listening to this podcast I know everything there is to know About Ilobola as well as the process So Lobola is the name that is given to the bride price, right? Bride price. And this is in Isizulu, Ngesthosa, Ndebele, as well as the Swazi cultures, which do span the southern tip of Africa. So, in essence, this is a custom in which the family of the bridegroom pays the family of the bride for her hand in marriage. And this... Honestly, this thing has been in existence for centuries And it's not something that is just, you know, privy to South Africans or Africans This is a global thing where there's many other cultures that believe in this exchange um, You know, of whether it be of cattle, of funds, of resources Whatever it is, in exchange for the hand of a bride And I think when they first started it, I mean, it was done with pure intentions Back in the day, they were like, yo, this is going to work for ABC. Over time, it has, you know, kind of changed, dare I say, evolved, um, you know, just switched up. It's really switched up, to be honest. And now we live in a time where most women don't even care to be lobolad and um it's 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 going against culture and tradition as we know it and so my 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 thinking is why is that so technically as a woman i don't i'm not an object 
and I don't want to be paid for. But that's not necessarily what Ilobola is. And I'm going to explain to you today what I guess the essence and the the whole purpose of it. But first, let's talk a little bit about the origin. Um, it seems as though the tradition of Ilobola is said to have been in practice since 300 BC. Before Christ Before our homie Christ And it was seen as a token of honor Paid to a chosen woman You see keyword being honor You know like we see you We appreciate you We respect you um, You know and it was said That this woman would ultimately Build the home And based on the history of Ilobola Part of the reasons Why it was practiced Was to form an alliance With the other family Now this is the most important Takeaway Well for me anyway Is that the purpose of Ilobola is to form an alliance with the other family and it can also be seen as a token of appreciation of the efforts of the parents of a bride in raising a woman for the groom so essentially when you find love and you find your life partner and you guys agree to take that next step the conversation of Uglobola is not to purchase a bride it's ultimately the connection and that alliance that's being created between two families. Do you know how powerful that is? Two families coming together, that is power. And that is what the Lobola process ultimately is signifying. And generally, as, as most South Africans know, the payment that is accepted for Ilobola is cows. You know, when as time has gone by, now it's obviously, you know, the kind of money that's equivalent to the uh, to the to the price of those said cows, you know, in determining the number of cows though that will be considered um, as the worth of the new bride, there are some factors you know that you need to put into consideration. So back in the day, traditionally, like way 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 back then, right? If the said bride to be is still a virgin, then the prospective groom would pay you know a higher amount, or sh- shall I say, more cows. But if she has a child out of wedlock, then, you know, naturally the child would, the, the payment would automatically reduce, right? Other things that you need to consider is, you know, the education level of this wife, of the bride, the social status of the family. Now, these are things like from back in the day. Over time, all these things have changed. But why is this Lobola process so important? Why is it so necessary? Because the relationship is a lifelong one. In a case where the husband passes on, the widow remains bound to the family of the groom. I said it now now a little bit that this is all about the alliance of the families, the connection that is being created between these two families. Because this is like now you're creating, you know, lineage. You know, you're creating like a lifelong Generations and generations Y'all are choosing That you know Your ancestors has, Have chosen you guys To be the ones It's a very Very important thing So don't look at it like An exchange Of like Here's the money Slash cows Here's the bride Nah It's way deeper than that And this in fact Reminds me of Something that happened In my family Many many years ago Where my uncle Had taken out Ilobola for his bride and unfortunately she passed away automatically because he had already taken out that Lobola to the family and had created that bond and alliance with the family automatically his late wife's younger sister became his wife yeah just like that 
That's it's it's a norm because that's what it is. It's it's not a thing of well because your wife has passed on you're no longer part of this family. Peace out, deuces. It's been nice to know you. You are still. You've still, you know, declared your love and you've declared this alliance with this family. And therefore, by default, the families, they still had to be somebody to raise this household. And this is such a norm. For most people, it just, it sounds bizarre, but it is what it is. Another significance of Ilobola is that it validates, and I love this, it validates and authenticates the approval of both intending couples to get married. It just makes things more like, you know, more credible. You know, they always say, like, you know, there's so much fake news all over. You have to make sure that your sources are credible, blah, blah, blah. This is kind of the same thing. It's like, cool, y'all are dating. That's nice. Cool. Nishai Faten said, great. But when a man takes out Ilobola for his bride, that just kind of like, boom, it's done. There's a stamp. In the spiritual world, there's a stamp on paper. There's a stamp in his heart, in her heart. There's a stamp for both of the families that are coming together. Everybody involved in this process can now confirm that, hey man, this thing is for real, for real. Like it's for real, for real. In fact, in the past, divorce became a difficult thing to do for couples because of Ilobola. And the reason for this is that before any separation could hold, there would have to be talks between the, the two families. Because it's not like, as a groom, you can just go and be like, hey, I'm no longer in love with this person, can I get a refund? It doesn't work like that. <laughs> it just doesn't work like that, man. And it is what it is. That's why it's so important to make sure like your heart is in the right place and that the person that you've chosen is the person that you've chosen. So another part of the Lobola process, which I I still to this day find so intense, is the procedures. It is such a long procedure and it's such an in-depth process. It's not as simple as just like getting on the phone with your parents and with like whoever else and then just saying, yo, this is what our thoughts are. Cool. What's the price? The bride price. Okay, cool. Bye. Thanks. It's such a long-winded process that I just simply do not have the time to get into. So let me summarize it for you. So it's an organized process that the Lobola ceremony follows. And that begins with scheduling a meeting by the groom of the family with the bride's family. If you are a fan of Black Twitter in South Africa, you'll see often that, you know, brides-to-be will tweet things like, oh, his uncles are at the gate. And then you'll see a picture of like a bunch of grown men at, at the gate. Like that's the beginning of this process. If the groom is to be accepted, the groom together with his uncles would visit the family of the bride. Once there, an entrance price or gift will be presented. Now, this is something that we call like vulam lomo, as like a, hey, here's a gift. Can we proceed? If that vulam lomo is not accepted, then no conversations happening. Absolutely no negotiations are happening. It's just not going to happen. So everybody needs to be happy, right? So the negotiation can take months from start to finish. Sometimes it can even take years, depending on which uncles and aunts, or which uncles you're calling to represent you. (laughs) So make sure you choose wisely. And unfortunately, most cases you you can't even choose. Like it is, it's those malomas, it's those ones already, the ones that are set in stone. So hey, it can be very tricky. 
months As I said This negotiation Can take months Before it can even start uh, It can take months Before it can even Be finalized And generally It's between The uncles Of both families And once the number Of cows demanded Is named Then the bride's family Would state the price Of each cow And multiply it By the number Of cows in demand If they are Considering money After that The groom's representatives Would uh, convey The information To the groom That he either Has to agree Or to beg his, his uncles To negotiate On his behalf So this is just One long negotiation But what happens After the Lobola Negotiations In hopes that It's finally done While the moment The final Lobola price Is agreed upon The uncles of the groom Would meet with the family Of the bride And arrange for the payment After that's done The groom becomes Part of the bride's family And a party will be thrown I mean a celebration Obviously good times It's been months Of negotiation Hopefully less But you know It's a nice place To finally get to And then the bride Would be presented To the family of the groom Where they will have In inverted commas The handover ceremony And then they would Arrange for the man For the marriage So it is a very In-depth process It's not That simple Your only hopes Is that The uncles That are representing you Or are representing The family you know, are on your side and can just kind of, you know, make it quick, just get to the point, find the price and keep it moving. It would be unfortunate if you had one of those uncles that just, um, you know, just likes drama. And there are uncles like that, that just want to be there and want to see things go on and on and on. And sometimes, unfortunately, those uncles are just not the kind of people that you want in the room for your Lobola negotiation. What do you wear on your Lobola day? Embrace your traditional attires That is like the big opportunity for you to really go off Show off your culture, your heritage And then, if you're interested in how to write a Lobola letter Well, this is it Before the Lobola negotiations can be carried out The family of the groom must write a letter to the bride's family To formally ask them to meet And this is such an important part of the process while writing the letter, their intention must be clearly stated as well as the exact date when the negotiations would commence. So this letter has to be there. It, it's not an email. It's not a WhatsApp text. It's a handwritten letter to show that effort was genuinely put in. Just stating the intentions for the family and for what you want it to be. Now, as I said... Man, things have changed over time The purpose that Lobola held many, many years ago Is sort of being diluted Or shall I say just repainted and reinvented To keep up with the times It has, it's kind of losing its meaning It often takes months, two years Of saving and planning The invites, the venue, the flowers, the dress, the photographer, the cake now Lobola is the, the ceremony is kind of like a big show Versus you know This importance being put on This alliance of two families You know you obviously want everything to be right For your big special day But what if You're still being held back By that price of Ilobola Because on one end you need to pay for this wedding Between you and your groom or whoever Else is assisting in the payment You still need to pay the price Of Ilobola so it's a lot to think about Over the years It seems as though The price of Lobola Has increased to like Some really ridiculous amounts 
which has led a lot of couples to just opt to cohabit. You know, rather than going down that Lobola road. Whereas back in the day, you didn't really have a choice. You had to do this. You know, back in the day, you would see the, the Lobola price being, you know, maybe a dozen cows, if probably way less even. Let's just say it's around six or seven to be safe. Now, Lobola's like a minimum of like 60 grand, 70 grand. I've even heard of some Lobola prices being around 200,000 rand. No cap. This is like the reality in this year of 2022. I mean, <laughs> why? My question to the Lobola process is that if I am to be concerned about the price of my wedding, the price of the catering for my wedding, the venue, the flowers, the this, the that, the you know, all of the actual wedding stuff. Then my honeymoon, which in itself will cost a lot. And also maybe the home that I'm trying to build with my partner. Those are all important costs. At what point am I going to have an opportunity to sit there and be like, oh, Oh, we need to also consider Ilobola. It's it makes it very tricky, but I completely understand why in this day and age some couples actually just take a step back and say, No, you know what? Let's reconsider it. If you're lucky, your families and your uncles who are representing you and nego- negotiating on your behalf will consider that and say, you know what? Instead of us overcharging, and I put overcharging in inverted commas just to be safe. Instead of us overcharging for this said Lobola price, let's allow the bride and the groom to build a life and have enough money for them to get the house, to do the honeymoon and to have the wedding that they want. That would be ideal, but unfortunately, that is not the case. That is not always the case. So, there's a history professor by the name of Uchabulani Mapalala, right? He's also a former lecturer at the University of Zululand. He's argued a couple of things. Umapalala estimated that at least 60% of South African black couples are opting to, in inverted commas, live in sin. Because it's simply too expensive to go through the process of marriage. Mapalala said that the tradition of um, Ilobolo, which dates back to 200 BC, was paid as a token of honor to a woman who was chosen to build a home. A man alone is not capable of building a home. It's the duty of the woman to build a home, and that's why women are honored with with this payment. But he also said that there's no real, real set price or amount of cows that are like is like the standard for this process. It it is literally up to the families. It is up to the families, and really, it it doesn't get deeper than that. So let's just hope that if you decide to go down this route, if you believe in tradition and it's really something that's so important to you, to your family, to your bride, your groom, everybody, have enough information as possible to know about this process. Once the process has begun, be as transparent as possible. Also about your affordability. Some grooms have sadly gotten themselves in debt. In debt. Because they would like to afford this lobola. And I think over time that creates other 
just other weird things that you don't want to invite into your marriage. Just unfortunate things that you shouldn't be inviting into your marriage. Sadly, in South Africa, a country where gender-based violence is at the rate that it's at, men that have paid the Lobola price feel as though they now own the woman and can treat their wives as they please. And they do so by constantly reminding their wives that, hey, I paid Lobola. I can do with you as I please, which is wrong. It's incredibly wrong. It's incorrect. So if we can go back to that original style of thinking, which was what the purpose of Ilobola was, that it's the, the uniting of two families. It's the alliance of two families being created. It's, it's the growth of love. It's the inviting of love into this new home. If we can focus on that, then I believe that the Lobola process, as we know it, can still hold some of those original ideas. Whereas now the game has changed. So the real question really is, in the game changing, where do you stand? I've actually got a family friend who got married. She's black. And her husband... Well, yes, they are married now. Her husband is white. And they just didn't feel like they wanted to do any lobola, anything. Like nothing at all. Simply because they didn't believe in it. Which is cool for them, right? Because, I mean, sure, that's the choice that they made. But the problems that that caused for the bride's family... Where there were no negotiations Nobody met any uncles Nobody, nothing It was just like they got a phone call Hey, we're getting married, bye It unfortunately caused a rift between the family And if we can focus on what the purpose of Ilobola is Then there'll be no rifts between any families All it takes is a conversation And I say this almost every week To each their own Do you, boo-boo Focus on what it is that you want to do But also be considerate About these traditions These traditions exist for a reason They didn't come out of nowhere Nobody just woke up one day and thought Hey, why don't we charge for this? If the person that you're considering getting married to Truly, truly loves you Truly respects you Appreciates you And, you know, has chosen you They'll authenticate this They'll put a freaking stamp in it And they will take out Ilobola They'll go through the whole process Even if it's foreign to them and their family If they have never had to do this before But they love you enough Oh, they'll learn, honey They will learn So choose wisely Is my advice to you for today Pick correctly Love fully With a big, big heart Because that's the only way That you'll get to the right answers So, thank you for coming to my TED Talk (laughs) On Lobola 101 Now you know My name is Lebang Kosana And I'll see you soon